Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louis. Welcome back to the second hour on this Friday morning. And, of course, this hour of the show brought to you by Delta Dental of Kentucky. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision, a comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is easy. You can call them at 1-800-955-2030, or you can visit them online at ky.deltadental.com. There you go. Check out our friends over there. Brush your teeth, people. Uh, reminder to Selection Sunday is this Sunday. Um, I think that, unfortunately, the thing that's happened is, around here, Dan, is that people here are out of the the norm of, of Selection Sunday. <sighs> Makes me sad, Dan. Makes me sad. But we will have your coverage. Find out who's in or out. Uh, our, our coverage will be here at 6 o'clock on all ESPN Louisville stations. Selection Sunday on ESPN Louisville is presented by Kentucky Fish and Wildlife, Sauna Troll Security, and BJ Heating and Cooling. I've had BJ Heating and Cooling in my house. Good guys. Um, so... Selection Sunday. What do you think ends up happening, Dan? How many games does uh, UK win in the SEC tournament, and where do they end up on the seat line, you think? Mm. I, I don't know. I think if Wallace is healthy, Fredericks is healthy, uh, I think they have a chance to win it. Um, but uh, it, tonight is critical. They've, they've got to win tonight to make sure they stay at least on that six line. So I, I guess it'd be nice to see him win it. I don't think Alabama's playing great right now. Mm. Um, in fact, it, it could be – if they get to the finals, it, it could be a rematch with Tennessee, um, which I like because I think we, dream, I think right? we yeah. match up with Tennessee great. Yeah. But, um, but we'll see. I, I think tonight is the most important one. Okay. All right. And what? And you said you think the the spread is about right on that game about eight points. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, at eight and a half, I'd take I'd take Kentucky. Have you been to this tournament since it's moved to Bridgestone? Uh, no. Okay. I've never I seen was, a basketball uh, game in Bridgestone. Yeah. <coughs> I've never. Excuse me. I've never been to Bridgestone. Oh, okay. Uh, I in fact the only SEC tournament that I've been to uh, was one in Atlanta a number of years ago. Where do they had? Sorry, <laughs> I don't have a cough button on this end, yeah. Louis. <laughs> um, they they used to have a representative from each of the teams. 
come to the SEC tournament. Oh, okay. And I got I got to go one year when it was in Atlanta. I got to go as the representative from UK, and it was a great great time. Cool. Uh, the representative from Vandy was Perry Wallace, mm. and the representative from LSU was Dale Brown. Oh, wow. And so when we were all in the room together. Perry wouldn't say two words, and Dale dominated the conversation. <laughs> but, but that was really that was really a fun time that year. That's the only time I've been to the SEC tournament. Texter saying we need to get back to a few years ago when we had most of the uh, state universities here in Kentucky in the tournament, not just UK and U of L. That's that's actually not a bad statement. Murray, Eastern, Moorhead made a couple uh, made a couple tournaments. Northern at least is holding up their end of the bargain right now. Yes, they're yes. they're, and, they're doing. And, uh, they're I doing think Western Western got beat yesterday, so they're they're not dancing. So it'll only be Kentucky and and Northern Kentucky. If you are Western and you have the <laughs> texture, it's Catlanta, Dan. Catlanta. Um, <laughs> if you uh, if you have the job opening at Western, do you call Will Wade? No. <laughs> no. I would. <laughs> Get some strong-ass offers in Bowling Green. Let's go. That's what I need. Need a the little way. That gives me a chance I'd to interview. The guy is Darren Horn. That's the guy I'd be calling. Yeah, that's probably his level, right? Because, you know, he went from Western to South, South Carolina, and I think that level is probably where he needs to be. Yeah, Darren's good, but I don't know. A little four or five years of Will Wade would be fun. Yeah, I was re um, a couple NCAA violations before. I think, <laughs> I think, uh, I think Story had the article this morning in the Herald Leader about Northern Kentucky, mm. and I was not aware that uh, of how many local kids they have. Yes, there. right. Yeah, they they have like three former Kentucky basketball player of the year on that team. Yep, one from Mercer County, and well, Mercer I mean County. A, a lot of local kids. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Texter, uh, ask Dan, please, uh, would he recruit more high school kids to build a team, or do you think you would go to the portal for older players if you were coaching today, Dan? Yes. <laughs> That's the hard part. It has to be, it has to be a mix, right? Yeah. 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 No, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go out. Um, and, and when I was in Lawrence, they, they told me that self is done recruiting high school kids. Wow. Isn't that interesting? He's just got and greedy he's, dick. He, he's getting everybody from the transfer portal. But I That's no, interesting cuz when we had your buddy on who's in charge of fundraising out there and does the and does the color Greg Gurley. <clears throat> when we had Gurley on, I I pointed out that there's really only one transfer guy doing, you know, major contributions to Kansas. Well, that's the, that's the direction this, I was told Kansas is going to go from now on. That's a big flip for him cuz I mean like Grady Dick's a good freshman, man. Yeah, yeah, but I think the point is Grady Dick will be gone in one year. Okay, got it. And and and, and you know, I I still think the reason I said yes is I think it has to be a combination. No question. Yes. I think you have to get uh, two or three. I mean, Kentucky's got a great mix. It didn't turn out. It hasn't turned out yet as well as everybody thought it was going to. But with the veterans out of the transfer portal and and you know, supplementing it with with one and done kids, I I think that's the best way to go. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, um, I don't I don't think you want to. I don't think you want too many Fieros on your team, where you go out and you recruit a freshman that's going to be there for three or four years. Agreed. Yeah, you're not going to win a title. I don't with those know guys. that you want to oh, yeah. take up that spot 
when when you could go to the transfer portal and get somebody a lot better. Okay. So you would rather have a a a, a, a series of guys like Antonio Reeves than an Adu Thero. Uh, yeah, oh, definitely. Okay. All right. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Um, a texter did text in. He said twenty wins and pain stays. And and I I texted him back. Do you think he gets there? And and haven't heard back. You know that that conversation is so interesting to me year over year, Dan. Because twenty what? wins win next year. I think that's what he's saying. Um, well, they got no shot to get twenty. You don't wins think so next year? No. Even with transportal? Okay. Okay. No. All right. Huh. Uh, and the reason I say that is ahead, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's got to be it, it's got to be incrementally improving from year to year. You're not you just finish a season when you won four games. Now you know he he I I know everybody wants to talk about you know the history and we're a top ten program, right. Kathy, and <laughs> all of that stuff. Yeah, but the, these kids are looking to go someplace where they can shine and get to the NBA. Right. That's why these kids are in the transfer portal. And and they're not they're not going to be impressed with the fact that 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 U of L won a championship four, four, 40 years ago. They're they're going to look at that four and twenty eight or wherever it was. That's what they're looking at. So it's going to have to be built slowly. He's not going to be able to go out and get players that win twenty games next year. That's not going to happen. Texture to text back thinks he does get there uh, for twenty games next year, and and all I texted back was I hope so because talking about a four win team is not fun. There's nothing fun about it. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, you know, Louie, I'm not a sports better, but I might make an exception <laughs> on that one. Um. Uh, if who is <laughs> Dan? Who's worse at guarding the pick and roll, Oscar or Jokic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I don't think I've ever seen anybody as bad as Oscar is. Texts are pointing out it's uh, not just horrible to talk about; it's horrible to watch as well. For your win teams, I, dude. It's when I knew that I had decided to really commit to doing this job was that I watched all but one U of L game this year. I missed yep. one. Yep. I, I mean, think I did the same thing. I think I missed one or two. That was it. <laughs> oh, man. I just, uh, it's, I just I, once in a while, I walk in the back and I say, Sweezy, what's it like to cover a Final Four team? What's that like? <laughs> what's, what is it like to be around good teams? What's that like? <sighs> Four and 28, man. Uh, Texter. You don't think how bad we are shows opportunities for players to contribute in a major conference. They'll get plenty of playing time. I think that's the sell job. Yeah, for sure. That has to be the sell it's job. It's got to at least be one of them, right? Um. Yeah. <laughs> so so what's the sell job? Come in here and you'll get 35 minutes a game and maybe we'll win seven? No, stop. I, I No, I think the, the, the sell job is lots. There's lots of layers to the sell job here. Playing time, Yum Center, um, Playing in the ACC, being on national TV a lot, um, you know that kind of stuff for sure. Um, yeah, now, but but that's but I'm telling you, Louis, with these kids, that stuff's all secondary now. That stuff is all secondary to how much nil money am I going to make? Oh, sure, no, no, sure. I, I but okay, I didn't even mention that because I know that. I'm sorry. <laughs> like to me, that's a given. Like you don't even need to start with that, but. Um, 
text her. Someone called you a beautiful soul. Um, I don't. I don't know if I should even read the rest of that text. Should I just let let it sit there, Dan? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it, te- it can only go downhill text from there, Louie. Um, uh, Dan uh, Dan Issel, you are a beautiful soul. Uh, as a Louisville fan, I have been telling people these kids do not care about musty old traditions. They want the NBA. Dan and I, Dan, I, 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 it's one of my favorite things about doing radio with Dan is that there's no, or I shouldn't say no, there's very little get off my lawn with Dan, especially about 40 years ago. I mean, and, and, and I've said it on this show, if, if Cal is recruiting, you know, DJ Wagner and his, his pitches, Dan Issel scored a lot of points here. That's a bad pitch. Yeah, I told you. I told you the other day when 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 uh, Bill introduced me to the team when I was at practice. Oh, I know. yeah. And said he's a Hall of Famer. He's the all-time leading scorer in Kentucky. And they're going, uh, okay, what do we do next? Right. Yeah. That that old fat guy with no hair is in the basketball Hall of Fame. That was. It wasn't said, but that's what was implied. <laughs> All right, so this is one of my favorite, favorite texters. He doesn't know the text line for 93.9, and I'm not going to tell him because I love his texts. They come to our line. Steve Rummage, texter says, I've already booked my room for Atlanta. I'm staying in this hotel, and I'm going to take the MARTA downtown. Okay, so what I need to know, Avery, do me a favor. Look up where the national championship game for football is next year. Because I think that guy's talking about being in the national championship game. <laughs> and I just, I love, I love sports fans. Because it's, and silly season is the best season, right? It, it, you know, last year, silly season was Scott Satterfield walking into this studio with some bourbon. And then all of a sudden he's working fools, right? And... <laughs> I, I love it's it, and frankly it's one of the great things about sports. You think you've got it? Where is it? Houston. Oh, okay, it's something different then. All right, all right. Maybe that's where, where is the final four in twenty twenty four? Look that up. Oh man. Oh, that would be better. Oh, oh tell me it's the final four. Oh man. Is that it? I hope it is. A- Avery's looking, but okay. she can only type with her thumb. So hang on. Why am I starting Avery? Phoenix. Those, Phoenix. those darn keys are so small. Oh, you know what? Thumbs. I'm making fun of this guy. That's where the U of L home or the U of L football opener is. They're playing Georgia Tech down there. Uh, you know what? Okay. Never mind. Okay. That's a reasonable okay. thing to do. Yeah. Never mind. No, that's, that's very reasonable. reasonable. Never mind. Absolutely. Withdrawn. Yeah, um, you'd want to be there for that one. That one will be fun. That stadium looks amazing on TV. Um, the new football stadium in, in Atlanta. Um, yep. And I think is that the one where they uh, they keep the concession prices really low too. If it is, it'd be the first place. No, I know. Um, Avery, look that up. What are the concession prices like at Atlanta Falcons games? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I forget the name of their owner. He's the uh, Home Depot money. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I think he's like, no, no, we're going to charge like three bucks for a hot dog. We're not charging, you know, fifteen or whatever. So um, that's very cool. I Arthur. Like oh gosh, what's his last name? Blanks. Thank you, Arthur Blank. That's right. Um, not to be confused with Mark Blank. Um, <laughs> Uh, texter asking, and it's back-to-back text from this texter. Appreciate you hanging out here on Isla and Louie, uh, 437-9680 UPS Jobs text line. Uh, what's more likely, 20 wins or 20 losses? And then followed up with, if Pitt and Missouri can turn it around in a year, I would like to think that anyone could. And, and that is the hope, right, Dan? Is yeah. that is that yep. if if Jerome Tang can do it at Kansas State or, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Who's at Missouri now? Uh, the guy from Cleveland State. Cleveland State. And he's, uh, that's terrible. Man, oh, man. 
bad radio. Go ahead. Yes. So in 2019, this is like the first one I found, yes. and this is directly from the Mercedes-Benz Stadium yes, right. one. So a hot dog was a dollar fifty. Yeah. And the most expensive item listed, at least on this particular website, seven fifty for the Atlanta Bud Burger. There it is. Uh, that's awesome. Wow. Dennis Gates wow. is his name, by the way. I'm a terrible person. Um, but what's uh, your name? Dennis Gates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. yeah. He's doing a nice job. The so yeah, I, I that's the hope, right? And that's why the twenty wins or twenty losses question is a really good text because I I I think people can have that hope. And when I talk about silly season, like that's the hope is right now transfer portal getting talking to a five star on Saturday, like talking about those things. If you get the right pieces together. Why can't you be Jerome Tang and why can't you be Kansas State next year? Um, didn't and, didn't Gates bring like half of his Cleveland <laughs> I think State four team guys with from him. Cleveland State, and that's the point too. That's the point. He did it with Cleveland State dudes. <laughs> you don't need five star Huntley Brinkley. You don't need that. Get the guys that work. Exactly. Right. Get the guys that freaking work. And so I just I'm. I, that's where. That's why that's a good text. Because I, I just it's the whole thing. Now we're getting really random text. Why not? It's Friday. Uh, does Jan enjoy fishing? Mm-mm. I could see you as a guy who's like, I'll go out on the boat and drink Budweiser, but I'm not touching a fish. Exactly. Okay. Well, I don't have a problem. T- I don't have a problem fishing. I, I've told this story before. Okay. When I ask when I ask Sherry's dad if it was okay, he he oh, loved yeah, to yeah, fish. Yeah, right. He'd rather fish than do anything. And he never. So said I went anything. fishing with him, and it's a long story. I won't go into it. But, but he never invited you again, right? <laughs> basically, when he said yes, you can marry my daughter. I, I, I was done fishing. <laughs> my grandfather was a guy. He it was either fishing or golfing. That's all he did. It's all he yeah. did in retirement. And so no, I, people, I've been fishing. Hundreds love of it. times. Yes. I, I, I don't know. get it. I don't get it. So another thing that I mooch from a neighbor. How about this, Dan? Get ready for this. It's actually a client. <laughs> um, so a client is he manages a, a horse farm and they have a stocked pond on their property in Shelbyville, right? And Simpsonville, yeah. And so we go out there and he gets out his pickup truck. All my kids sit in the bed of the pickup truck with a couple of his dogs, and he drives us through a field to a pond. And I pick up some. Uh, it, it's a requirement of his that I buy the crappiest walmart fishing rods that i can find for kids with the worst bait that i can find because these fish just bite as soon as it goes in so every time the kids cast they catch a fish every single time and he stands there for like an hour and a half unhooking these fish and throwing them back in next to my kids just hangs out for 90 minutes just doing it it's unbelievable so i'm never gonna have a pond in my backyard avery in which my kids can fish because i could just mooch off of someone else Oh man, how stupid! Oh. All right. Um, on the other end, we will uh, we'll pick some horses. Uh, we'll pick the UK game. I want to kind of. I didn't put it on the show sheet, Dan, but go ahead and fi- I'll, I'll find the uh, link. Let's pick all the SEC games tonight. Oh, um, okay. Because I think all that's right. a fun and, thing to and do. You, and you never got to the zombie virus. Oh, 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 oh. Let's hope we don't have time for that. I'm with you. These people. I mean, I, these people, Dan. I, I want one other thing I want to try to cram in the last half hour. Okay. Did, did, did you see Van Fleet? Uh, oh, yeah. Going like, after the official. Yeah. Do you like it? Um, well, I, I don't so much 
like that, although I had a similar <laughs> experience with one particular referee, and I'll tell you how that turned out. But uh, what I really want to do is talk about our spineless commissioner in the NBA. Spineless commissioner talk next. Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louis. All right, welcome back in. Final segment on a Friday. We made it, people. Yes! We made it. Weekend yes. upon us here on ESPN 680 1057. Reminder we got all the conference tournament action on our air, brought to you by our friends at Kentucky Fish and Wildlife. And our friends at Seven County Services, KellyJobs.com, and Kroger Fresh for everyone tonight. Biggie's doubleheader on 680, starting at 615. And then on, on 93.9, we'll have the ACC games. Duke and Miami, Clemson and Virginia. Really good matchups in the Big East side of things. UConn, Marquette, and then Creighton, Xavier. Lots of uh, seating on the line in those games. All those tonight here on our air. And we thank our friends at Kentucky Fish and Wildlife for all of that. If you're listening, Kentucky Fish and Wildlife people, let's start setting up a time for you to come kill some of the deer in my yard so that I can have more food. Um, Dan, (laughs) these zombie viruses. And we got to get to it real quick. So... You know they're 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 finding some spots where there's uh, thawing in the Arctic uh, regional permafrost, right? So this is frost that's been Go, there for uh, a very long time. Climate change. Well, just I mean, well, this permafrost moves and, and ebbs and flows and different things. But anyways, um, but yes, uh, this is probably one of those spots where we're seeing um, a change in the the environmental um, conditions around this permafrost, and so these things are coming out in um, in new ways. So they have detected. A frozen virus by a Russian team, and that's that's who we need finding these things. The, the Russians, absolutely. Yeah, the it, Russians it, apparently did not go through twenty twenty. We need the Russians to discover this. So, what do the Russians do? They revive a virus that was in the permafrost. <sighs> One more thing to worry about, Dan. Dan. <laughs> Dan. I, yes, I, I don't. Mm, I'm here. No, mm, maybe not for long. I, no, th- these people. I, mm, <laughs> if this is mm, look, I'm not saying like full scale war with Russia, but like if you're going to do this with the, with this, it, I don't want to hear about how it's lab work. No, like no, stop it. Destroy these things. Keep them frozen. Whatever you got to do. Don't. Mm-mm. There's a power outage. And you just, no, I just went through this. If you don't have a generator, Russians. <laughs> this thing unfreezes, man. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm against this. I, I just I'm against this. Yeah. The the interesting thing about this article is that it it doesn't say anything about humans. It says it could be detrimental to the wildlife that's living there. But but humans are just the next step. Away. Of course. Yeah. Because we eat the animals. By the way. All right. I'm, Dan and I are very much against this, and, and that's I just wanted to bring it up. Chase from Fish, Kentucky Fish and Wildlife, very good friend of the show, is listening now. We'll get something together. That sounds great. Louis, certainly one of your neighbors is a hunter. Uh, sir, you don't know which neighborhood I live in. All right. And then um, uh, someone wants to know, Dan, can you break down what has to happen tonight for Kentucky to win? Uh, this texture is worried about uh, Vandy and, um, and some of their players. What do you think needs to happen? Uh, well, I, I think you have to pay attention to the perimeter game. The guy that has killed us mm. uh, is Jordan Wright. Yep. 
I mean, he he killed he killed Kentucky in Rupp last time out. I think one game last year he had 27 points against Kentucky. Right. And so you've got to, and I know this really isn't the way that Cal approaches it. You know, he's going to play his defense, but I, I, I think that you have to, in this situation, you have to know where right is. If you can hold right to, you know, 12, 14 points, you're, you're going to win the game. Because without Robbins, they really don't have a low post threat. Sure. Yep. So you've got to, you've got. Here we go again. You've got to, and you know Stackhouse is going to do it. He's going to put Oscar in the high pick and roll. Yep. And you know if you're Oscar, and I and I asked Ben to do this yesterday. <laughs> show him a tape of the way Timmy plays the high pick and roll. That's the way you play. And that is you get way out, especially if you're not worried about the guy that's rolling. Mm. You get way out. You make the guard pick up the dribble. You make him, if he doesn't pick up the dribble, you make him be dribbling toward half court, not toward the basket. But uh, if you handle the high pick and roll, which I don't have a lot of confidence, but you're, you're attuned to their perimeter game, then I think you win the game easy. Okay, so so harassing him in that pick and roll to you is far and away the number one defensive thing for them tonight. No question. Okay, right. no question. You can't you can't let you can't let a big guy mm. set a screen and you be standing in the middle of the lane. If they do that, it might be a long night. Okay, right. and do you trust Oscar to do that? Uh, it's gotten better, but you know, Oscar isn't the only one. I was, uh, when I watched the game the other night, uh, Lance Ware plays the pick and roll when he's guarding the high, the big guy up top. He plays it the exact same way. I know, I know. I mean, you know, it's the worst there when you, when you defend a pick and roll. And Ware's got the body to defend the the, the pick and roll too because of his, because of his wingspan. I mean, he really's got. Anyways, keep going. Sorry. I mean, there there are four or five things you can do when they run the high pick and roll. Standing in the middle of the lane (laughs) is not one of them, and that's what Kentucky does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So give us the final score. Mm, Seventy-eight to sixty-four. Oh wow. Okay. That would be, frankly, quite excellent. Um. I'll go closer than that just because I do think Vandy's still playing for something in their mind. Um, I'll go 74-68. Mm. So you're you're looking for Vandy to cover. I I think the number's pretty right. I think eight's pretty pretty close to what it should yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I think agree. six and eight is a huge difference. Um so yeah, yeah no, I think that's uh, I think it's a good line. All right. Well, I, I again, um, <laughs> The other thing is, too, uh, uh, Gandolfo's not coming to my birthday party so he can do the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show. <laughs> that friendship is done. That's a, that's that friendship a friend. is done, man. That, that's a, oh, that's Gandolfo's a, out, man. I'll tell you that's what. A friend. Oh, what. That's a, a friend. That's a friend. So are you cooking for your birthday party? Hell no. Oh, no. Oh, no. 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 I'm not doing a thing. I'm just going. Actually, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm putting the tickets together. Um, we're going to play uh, a series of rolling pick threes and try to hit one for you know for Turfway Park money, and then uh, you know get out of there. So got it. Play like got a it. Thirty thirty five dollar pick three something like that. So, um, all right, Dan. Let's get into a little bit of Tampa Bay here. 
Okay. Um, and I'm with I'm you. I, I think this is um, – it, it's interesting. You know, we uh, we were supposed to talk to – actually to um, Craig Braddock, who's the um, the British track announcer out at Turf Paradise. And he, he had, unfortunately had a family emergency um, yesterday, death in the family, unfortunately. And um, – he it, and it, the shame of it is actually their card is more interesting than this one. <laughs> I'm, well, not, it, I'm not sure certainly, the, yeah, the betting wise. At least has yeah, the, right. it has the potential to pay more. That's for sure. Yeah. So um, let's go ahead and look at um, some of these races here. I'll start with um, with race eight. This is one of those pick fours that you can play. It's an all stakes pick four ending in the Tampa Bay Derby. It's the Grade Three Challenger, mile and a sixteenth on the dirt for four year olds and up. It's 100k on the line here um, in the Grade Three. We see Skippy Longstocking Dan land back into this spot a softer spot after running uh, not a great race but being the morning line favorite in the pegasus world cup invitational grade one down at Gulfstream back at the end of january did win before that with a huge speed figure in the harlan handy at uh Gulfstream before that at on uh, new year's eve which version of him do you expect to show up tomorrow uh, i expect the good version to show up he's in every other uh, type isn't he yeah every other time you look at look at his last four buyers 102 when he won the West Virginia Derby. Yep. 85. <laughs> 106 when he won the Harlan's Holiday. 92. Of course, that 92 was in a grade one. So was the 85. But no, it looks like he's in every other one. And uh, I'll be surprised. I mean, this isn't the greatest field ever assembled. Right. And so I, I'll, with, with Irad Ortiz, I mean,. <laughs> Uh, I read Ortiz is like Pat Day. And for those younger horse players in the audience, that if you put Pat Day on a donkey at Keeneland or Churchill, he was going to be four to five. And that's kind of the way I read has gotten to be. But I, I like um, I think there's another horse in here you can play, Louie. Yeah, uh, I, I like the four horse classic causeway. Yep. Uh, he was uh, he ran in the Derby last year. Not very well. Uh, but um, he's a need-the-lead kind of horse. Yes, he is. And if they leave him uh, on the lead, he, uh, he he had some success. Uh, he won two races here last year, uh, the uh, Sam F. Davis and the Tampa Bay Derby. And then they started chasing that big money in New York, and not only chased it, but caught it. He won the uh, grade Belmont one yeah. Belmont Derby. But they started chasing some of those big purses on the grass, but um, he's in, hasn't started since October. Uh, McPeak doesn't have a great record with, on layoffs, but he gets Lasix for the first time. Yeah, that's an interesting one, yep. And if, and if, they, if they leave him alone on the lead, uh, I think he's got a shot. Okay. All right. Well, um, I'm with you. I think uh, Skippy Longstocking, pretty clear class at this one. Trademark comes in off of two wins, uh, back-to-back wins, one at Keeneland over a mile and a an eighth, and then over a sloppy go at Churchill Downs in the Commonwealth um, going two turns. And so I, just because it's Martin Garcia, who I really respect, and Vicky Oliver, the two of them, don't get together too often. They've kept this horse in Florida, training at Payson. Uh, interested to see if you can get that six to one, seven to one kind of number on trademark. Because I'm with you, I think Skippy Longstocking is going to take a ton of money here. Yeah, um, and so yeah. Um, look for that as well. And as you mentioned, Classic Causeway is a horse for course two for two at the track, including those two races that you mentioned, uh, the Sam F. Davis and the Tampa Bay Derby. We go on to race nine, uh, part of another pick four. If you wanted to play that um, that maiden special weight as your last. Uh, leg, it's a mile and an eighth on what is, I think, a very cool turf course down there. They've got the chute. Um, 
and it is uh, great too. Two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. This Phillies and Mares four and up, and um, the Hillsboro. Dan, I think as competitive a field as we have on this card. Yeah, yeah. This this is the only place I think you've got a chance to get a price. Um, how do you pronounce it? Roger? Rougier. Rougier. Yeah. Okay. It literally um, means to make red in French or to blush. Ah. That's why we refer to it as rouge when women put the um, the makeup on their cheeks. I got it. How about that? It's literally uh, called I, blush. I, th- this I horse and I But have they call it rouge a... too, right? No? Yeah, they do. Yeah. But like in America, we call it blush. But rouge is a word, no? It is. Did I just go bougie? Yeah, you okay, did. Okay, I'm sorry. Some, right. Apologies. I will say I apologize to uh, Delta Dental of Kentucky. Some companies who are super basic and don't want to go with the fancy <laughs> names will call it rouge for the actual color, if it's a red. Ah, okay, got it. But, if but it, blush is the technical term for all of them, regardless of color? Yes. Yeah, so the pink peach, the one that yeah. goes right on your cheek, yeah. that one's going to be blush, and then the tans, like the more skin yeah. tone ones, that's your contour, and then... The light, sparkly, that's your highlight. My wife does not wear makeup. So I'm very, like, it's very foreign to me. My daughter's way into it. She's six. Um, <laughs> I get that sense from your daughter. Yeah. She's going to be, it's a problem, Dan. I'm not I'm not happy about it. And he, uh, I'm, no, I'm used not to, at six. I'm used to the planet. I'm used to the planet. I'm not used to this, like, hey, let's let's get the makeup out. I'm not used to that. I'm used to the planet. planet doesn't do makeup. Man, oh, man. By the way, our guy texts in every day, really A1 listener to this show. I, 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 I have only done this once. This is the only time. He texted in about his son hitting the three-run homer the other day for Kentucky State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His son is picking me up a baseball hat this weekend. How about that? Terrific. I'm going to wear that I'm gonna wear that hat out. <laughs> I'm, I'm Absolutely. A little thoroughbreds hat. Let's go, man. I'm into that. I think, Dan, <laughs> in this race, for example, like Shantasara, I get the connections and why why it's, she's the favorite. That horse has not won since October of 2021. Mm-hmm. Right? And that yeah. was at Keeneland over yielding go. I mean, like, it's been a long time. And she went on a streak of really, really good races. She won the Queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth II Cup there. You were probably at that race, to be fair. Um, I think she's a beatable favorite here. Do you agree with me? I do. Okay. I, I, I was I, before you and uh, Thumbs started talking about makeup. <laughs> I was going to Rogier. Okay. Uh, I I like. We've had a love hate relationship. When I bet her, she doesn't win. When I don't bet her, she does. Of course, yeah. But you look at um, here. Here's the here's the thing I like about her, and that is the one time in her life that she has had Lasix. She won a grade one at Woodbine, mm. and That's she gets late, and she gets Lasix tomorrow. And I think because again, it's Chad Brown, but instead of our Irad Ortiz, this time you get Diaz. So that price might hold up. I'm betting the four horse. Yeah, Hector Diaz, uh, who is a, a local jock there. Um, what's interesting is uh, they hit together at Tampa. At 38%. So this isn't like Chad is just handing this off to a jockey he doesn't trust. Right. It's very much the opposite, actually. So when he runs horses that he likes at um, at Tampa, he hands them off to Hector Diaz, who is um, a fine local jock, wins at 15% there. Um, I think this is a spot where a horse like Temple City Terror ends up winning. 
Um, six to one, the three horse here. You get Gallardo, who's another local jock, 19% winning percentage. For Brendan Walsh, who's 0 for the meet so far, 0 for 4. But this horse coming off the layoff, um, it's it's just the kind of race that this horse wins. Went three for seven last year. Uh, really trust her in this spot. And so I, I leaned on the seven-year-old Temple City Terror, who they bred for five grand and has made over $860,000. <laughs> um, love stories like that. All right. I, by the way, in my tickets, I punched all in that race. Because I think even Ooh, okay. I think even like a California Queen, who is you know not necessarily up to the class of these horses when she runs her race, and you get Edgar Zayas, who is very very good in Florida, who runs at Gulfstream most of the year. He's an eighteen percent winner at at Gulfstream. He actually reminds me, Dan, of when Tyler Gaffalion was based there year round before he made mm. his move to Churchill Downs. Edgar Zayas yep. reminds me of him at a younger stage in his career. So it would be interesting. Why can't Paco Lopez win this race? I mean, he's five for his last 12 at Tampa. Uh, on the two, surprisingly, for Suge. I mean, that's the, this is the kind of race where I want to grab as many horses as I can, and we're going to do that Got it. in the ninth. So we go on to the 10th, which is the Florida Oaks. And it's one of the, I think, half of the Oaks races in the country are run on grass. And this is one of them, Dan. Mile and a 16th coming out of that shoot. It is for three-year-old fillies. $200,000 in this one. It is grade three as well. Um, another race where I think you either trust... The, the morning line favor here, Dan, or you have to go grab a couple of horses. Where did you fall? I, I fell on the former. I, okay. uh, Chad Brown, I read this horse ran in the Breeders' Cup uh, Philly turf last year, gets Lasix for the first time. Uh, Chad's 21% coming off a layoff. Um, I, I just thought I, di- I didn't see anybody else in this race that I thought could run with that horse, Louie. I think there are two horses that can run with that horse. Now, the other thing is that, and you were there because I, I got you credentials for that. Do you remember that, Dan, the Breeders' Cup? I, I do. Oh, okay, I recall. Cool. I, I'm looking at my at, at my pass, my <laughs> necklace pass right now. And, uh, it's hanging in my office. Um, so Free Look ran in that Breeders' Cup juvenile Philly turf, easy for me to say. Ran fifth. That race was one of the fastest races of the day. A minute 35 for a mile on the turf for Mm -hmm. two-year-olds is incredibly fast. So, obviously, she was uh, not necessarily on the pace for that one, but um, that was an incredibly fast race. Before that, almost did nothing wrong in the Ms. Griot, for example, at Aqueduct, and before that, ran at Saratoga, winning her second race. I I really like the three Alpha Bella in here coming out of the Swedish chant. That was a really good race, Dan. Um, The grade three down at Gulfstream Park in February. And she gets Lasix for the first time. She does. Uh, 26% for Todd. Probably should doing that. I'm I'm in love with Luis Saez right now. I think he's on an absolute fire streak, and so I really trust him in this spot as well. Uh, she loses by three-quarters of a length, but she's part of – what I liked was she fought for the last, I want to say, two furlongs in that race. And and when you get younger horses, you know, especially three-year-old fillies that are very competitive, want to be out front – I love that. I love that kind of attitude. I think she's got a real shot. And coming out of a maiden win, free look, or excuse me, uh, the 11, Grace Darling, who was previously running in Ireland, comes over here, immediately wins on first ask, uh, going that one, uh, the two turns, seven and a half, on the turf at Gulfstream Park in a maiden special weight with Tyler aboard. Picks up Julian Leperu here for Brian Lynch, and that's what Brian Lynch does. He trains grass horses, and that's his absolute, you know, his, 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 his bailiwick, Dana. It's right in his bailiwick. It's right in his bailiwick. Um, comes out of that maiden win. I love the I love the angle of horses coming out of a maiden win because it sometimes it just feels like they put it together, right? They they're like, oh, I can pass all these other horses. And that's okay. Great, I'll do it again. Um, she's. I don't know the 
the the breeding very well, but it costs two hundred thousand dollars to breed her in Ireland. So this is a mm. very this is a royal horse. So to me, I think those are three horses you could look at there. I agree with you about free look. If Chad Brown does Chad Brown things, that horse will win. But I think the three here's got a serious shot, Alphabella, and I would also look at the eleven Grace Darling, especially at eight to one. Leperu. Oh man, you either get a great ride or you get a, a, a not a great ride with Julian. Um, but uh, I, I think that he's got a real shot here in that one. So we get to the feature, Dan, the eleventh race, the Tampa Bay Derby. It's Grade Three. Uh, they got four hundred k in the purse for this one. Mile and a sixteenth on the dirt. Um, until last year, Dan, long shots won this race four years in a row, including King Guillermo paying $100 a couple of years ago. Um, last year, of course, we get Classic Causeway at something like 5-2. to two. This year, we have Tappet Trice in this race. I'm assuming you are leaning on Tappet Trice in your tickets um, because he looks like the clear class here. Is there a I, s- Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I think there are opportunities just because of the nature of this race. For example, on the outside, Prairie Hawk is the 12. For Sammy Camacho, who is the best rider at Tampa. He's 25%. He peppers the board. He's in for Safi. He and Safi are four for their last nine at Tampa. Um, they hit it 33%. They don't get together very often. Safi usually keeps his horses at Gulfstream Park or up in New York. But he's got this one in here. If you draw a line through the Sam F. Davis, if that horse hadn't run in the Sam F. Davis, you might think that he's got an incredible shot here. Um, having won an optional claimer after winning a maiden special weight at both at Tampa and both at a mile 40 yards. And so we're going to a mile 16th here. And so it's not too terribly different. The horse is based at Tampa, runs a Palmetto's to train. So that this is a horse that's local to the area. I really trust Sammy Camacho, who, by the way, was on King Guillermo when he won the race a couple Ooh, of years ago. So at 20 to 1, that's my long shot play in the Tampa Bay Derby. But for longer tickets, I trust Tappet Trice. Yeah, no. I mean, Tappet Trice, if he doesn't fall down twice, he wins. If he falls down once, I think he still gets up and wins this race. Hey, I mean, there's <laughs> the horse. Just to show you, Louie, the quality of the field. The second choice on the morning line got beat by Tappet twice uh, by twice, eight lengths or something by yeah. eight lengths yeah. in the last start, <laughs> yeah. and he's and he's the second choice. So uh, no, the, the the winner's not going to pay a hundred dollars this year. It'll be the six. It'll pay forty four dollars when uh, Sammy Camacho comes around on Prairie Hawk. Is what you're saying? There you go. All right, brother. There you go. <laughs> I'll be cheering for you. Well, last week, I mean, we talked about the. Uh, Fountain of Youth, and if you if you listen to to our show, I said don't don't forget about Rocket Candy. He ran second, and that that exacta paid like like twelve bucks, like twelve to one. And yeah. so you know you can still get value even when the favorites. No, win. no, you're yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. don't 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 uh, don't sleep on some of those those exacta combinations, especially there. I would be six twelve in that race, and so you know it's you know like I said. Sammy Camacho doesn't miss the board at Tampa. That's what he does. And so he knows this course. He knows when to make the moves. He knows, um, you know, he's been on this horse three times, won twice. So to me, that's uh, my long shot play of the day is Prairie Hawk, the 12 in the Tampa Bay Derby. So how about there that? The go. only 50-point race this weekend. I think Tampa gets it so right how they time out their meet for this race to be the like the feature of the weekend. Yeah, it's a great card. I mean, we've also talked fun about card. four right. of the races, but there's some great maiden specials. There's some other stake races in there. It's a terrific card. There's even a high-level handicap um, to close the early pick five in race five. Um, that's a uh, $50,000 purse. 
Um, there's an allowance right before that. I mean, so you do get. I mean, I don't think there's a, a claimer on this card. Is it the first race is a claimer? The first race is a, then, the first race is a cheapie. Uh, after that, everything's pretty nice. Yeah, that's a the first race is go find your seats, and after that, it gets pretty serious. By the <laughs> way, our buddy Longshot texts in every Friday. Appreciate him being with us again. He likes my, uh, Mikey Bananas in the Tampa Bay Derby, and Avery just made a face like, I want to bet on a horse named Mikey Bananas. Mikey I, I Bananas. Would, I would bet on a horse named Mikey Bananas. <laughs> That's the horse my wife would bet on, and it would come screaming home at 48 to 1 for no reason. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> you ignore the numbers, and you go off of the name. Yeah. So. And hey, as we come to another broadcast uh, weekend, uh, I just want to say thanks to all of our texters and everyone that hangs out every day. Dan and I don't take it for granted, even though we have to pretend we're screaming into the void. So we will see you on Monday. We, we certainly do appreciate everything. And uh, Louie, have a very happy birthday yeah, tomorrow, my man. Yeah. I- enjoy your trip to Turfway Park. Turfway for a birthday. How yeah, that? I love it. <laughs> I love it. We'll be back again Monday morning. We'll talk about uh, the SEC uh, oh, yeah. conference tournament and, uh, and, and a lot of other things as well. And I will explain on Monday... Maybe we've got the Monday morning moron picked out already. We'll do it all on Monday. Thanks for being here. We'll be back on Monday, and we hope you are too. This has been Issel and Louie, ESPN 680 105.7. Have a great weekend, everybody. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, Come on, muscle through it. But then also say, Hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.